At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. HaneyUniversity.com, that's my website. Go there, check it out. Sign up for my instructional emails that go out three times a week. Check out all the information you need to know about getting a golf lesson from me at HaneyUniversity.com. All right, this is the most unusual podcast I've ever done. I am actually driving down the road. Now, I don't know how this is going to sound. If it sounds bad, then you won't you won't hear it. But if it sounds decent, uh, you, you will hear it. If not, I'll have to redo it. Anyway, I'm driving down the road, driving down Interstate 10 from Phoenix to Palm Springs. And I am on my way to the Margarita Pickleball National Championships. Pickleball National Championships. This is a sport that I talk about once in a while. Fastest growing sport in the United States. I am a pickleball nut. My sports are golf, pickleball, and, of course, watching my son play hockey. But uh, love pickleball. Love the, love the game. Uh, on my way to the national championship, okay, 4.0 
scale is like, uh, I don't know, I think 2.5 to 5.0. I guess pro level is higher than 5.0. So I'm like a 4.0. It's kind of like my mixed rating. It's a little different mixed rating, 4.25, something like that. But about a 4.0 player, which is not bad. I don't know. I'm not sure what that equates to in golf. Maybe a... uh, I don't know, five handicap, something like that, you know, maybe three handicap. I don't know. Maybe a 5.0 would be a, 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 a scratch or a little bit better than scratch. Probably a little better than scratch. Anyway, three, five, six, something like that. That'd kind of be my handicap in pickleball. I'm a pickleball nut. I study pickleball like I do golf. Like, I, like I've, got, I've got one way that I kind of do things. And it is like all in, head first, that's the way I do it. No other way. So when I got into pickleball, I wasn't any good because I've never played a racket sport in my life. But a lot of golfers play pickleball. Matter of fact, a lot of professional golfers play pickleball. It's Like I said, it's the fastest growing sport in the United States. And it's similar to golf in certain ways. One way it's similar is that you have power, and then you have finesse. So you might hit shots like as hard as you can, like a drive off a tee, or you, and then you may have to hit a lob wedge or a short putt, or you know, if you have field shots, which which in pickleball that's a dink or a drop shot or whatever. That's a kind of the correlation. Now, when I say I am into pickleball, I study pickleball like I do golf. I watch on YouTube. I watch all these lessons. I watch all these different pros teach lessons. And, of course, anytime I watch somebody teach a lesson, I can't help but think to myself, oh, you know, this guy's a really good coach or this guy's, you know, got some good information, but he doesn't know how to coach. Uh, you know, it all, it all depends. But I, I like to watch. I like to watch. I like to learn. I like to gain knowledge. And then usually what I try to do is I, I help myself. But sometimes I take lessons. And I've taken lessons from a lot of the better pickleball players in the world, which most of the best pickleball players in the world in the United States. But I've taken lessons from a lot of these guys. They're, they're all really good players. I mean, they're incredible. So I learn a lot from just watching, just observing. But I also learn when I take lessons from these from these players that are really really good at what they do, and I you know I, I pick their brain and and kind of follow what they say, and they all kind of have a little different way of doing things, just like in golf, same same kind of thing in golf. One of the things that I observe is is that nobody teaches pickleball like I teach golf. Now, how I teach golf is, what is your big miss? Let's eliminate your big miss. When we eliminate your big miss, then we work on your next big miss and your next big miss and your next big miss. And there's always a big miss. For a a beginning golfer or a high handicap golfer, a struggling golfer, the miss is always, almost always, a slice Worst miss you can have in golf. I always tell people the road to better golf does not go through a slice. You can go from slicing to hooking to good golf. You can go from hooking to good golf. But no one in the history of the game of golf 
has gone straight from slicing to good golf. Hasn't happened. And people were people say, well, what, what about Lee Trevino? He cut the ball. Or Ben Hogan hit cut shots or whatever. Well, first off, Ben Hogan, Lee Trevino, both of them used to be terrible duck hookers of the golf ball. And they learned to tame the hook and become great the great champions they were. But at one point, they fought a hook. And that's what I always say. Every better player in the history game has fought a hook. So what I always try to do when I'm teaching golf, I don't try it, I do it, is fix your big miss. I've got this uh, whole program on uh, you see online. We probably follow you everywhere because you guys are all golfers because you're listening to this. Uh, One-shot slice fix. I did it with Performance Golf Zone. We've helped 150,000 or 200,000 people, whatever the number is, uh, with their slice. And I and my claim is is that I'll fix your slice in one shot, one shot on the on the driving range, one shot on the practice range, and we will we will fix fix your slice in one shot. Now it's not one swing. You make multiple practice swings. You got a little routine you go through to work on, but one shot and that slice is going to be fixed. And I have people that say to me, Hank, I've never I've never hooked the ball in my life. And I'm like, what? You've never hooked a ball in your life? No, I've never. I've, I've, I've you ever taken a lesson? Yeah, I've taken lessons, but I slice every shot. I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, watch my videos, watch my, you know, uh, system on performance golf zone. You'll learn how to fix your big miss. The reason I'm talking about the big miss is people don't pay attention to someone's big miss. They look at your swing. They do the same thing in pill. They look at your swing and they pick out things they don't like about the swing. Everybody has mistakes in their swing. No one has a perfect swing. No one. Nobody has a perfect swing. I can find mistakes in every single swing. People rave about, you know, Adam Scott's swing. They rave about Rory McIlroy's swing. They rave about Tiger Woods. I'll look at their swings and I'll tell you exactly what's wrong in my mind and what the bad shots are going to be. Now, that bad shot might happen one out of 100. The problem is that one out of 100 bad shot will generally happen at the wrong time. And confidence, confidence in golf comes from having great results. Great results on the practice tee. Great results when you practice and play by yourself. Great results when you practice with your play with your buddies. Great results when you play in the terms. You build you build confidence. If you don't hit good shots, it's hard to be confident. People talk about confidence like, oh, you just, you just yeah, be confident. Well, you don't you don't be confident. You're confident. When you hit a lot of good shots and when you don't hit bad shots and when you don't hit a big miss, but everybody hits a big miss. Like when I taught on, on tour, everybody said, Hank, what do you work on with those guys? Because, you know, they all look so good. They don't look like there's anything to work on. And, you know, they, they all hit bad shots. All of them do. I used to stand on the driving range with Tiger Woods. And at Isleworth, he might be flawless. He might never miss a shot. But I would always think, okay, let's go to the golf course and let's see what his tee shot looks like on number three. Let's see what his tee shot looks like on number five. Okay. Let's see what his tee shot looks like on number eight. Because those were the holes 
that if he was going to hit a bad tee shot, those are the holes that would happen. Everybody, everybody has certain holes that they don't like that that the look isn't good it doesn't it, it doesn't set up good form whatever it, it might be but tiger had those too uh he'd never hit a bad tee shot on number one number one at Isleworth, he would hit a good tee shot every single time I, I bet if we played that six years probably played that hole oh my god i don't know uh let me think here six years it's probably there 50 to days a year uh, it's 300, probably played that hole 750 times. Okay. It's played the front nine more than the back. Probably played that hole 750 times. I bet I never saw, I, I bet in 750 drives, I bet I didn't see him hit. Um, uh, this will, this is crazy, but maybe two bad drives. Okay. And I, and I couldn't even remember those two, to be honest with you. I'm just saying two, cause it probably isn't zero. Maybe I, maybe I saw him hit two bad drives. That's it. You could put a blanket over where these balls went every single time. Number three, that was a different story. Number seven, that was a different story. He hit some bad drives there. Not a lot, but he hit more. This, that's, where they, that's where his big miss would show up. And it might just be one bad shot. But in a, in a tournament, that's a big thing, especially if you're trying to play against the best players in the world and you're trying to beat them. But everybody has a big miss, a shot that they have trouble with. It is slice, a hook, a top, a, a fat shot, a thin shot, uh, a push, a pull, a shank. I mean, everybody's got a big miss. You have to fix your biggest miss. Now, the reason I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about that is, and I started off with pickleball, no one and I, I, very, I very rarely see anybody even do this in golf, but they don't focus on your big miss. Like when I when I analyze pickleball, I analyze okay, what is the shot? What is the shot that is giving me the most trouble in terms of being able to win a game to beat my opponents? What is the shot? First off. What are the most important shots? And in pickleball, you serve just to get the ball in. You return just to get the ball in. But you can't afford to miss those shots. You can't, you can't miss serves. You can't miss returns. So the return to serve matters. You don't want to give away free points. A big shot is what they call the third shot drop. So if I'm ser- you only get points when you're serving. So I'm serving. I serve the ball. They return it. Now I have to hit the third shot. And it's a partner's game. So me or my partner has to hit the third shot. So we hit the third shot, and we try to drop it in the kitchen. That's a touch shot. It's a soft shot. We feather it just over the net. It drops in. It's an it's what we call an unattackable ball. The other team can't attack me because the ball's low and below the net. And if they hit it hard, it's just going to go out. So it's an unattackable ball, and it allows my partner and I to move up to the to the kitchen line, which is the line that's seven feet from the net, and that's kind of where the game begins, but that's where you have to be to score points. All right, so that's a really important shot in pickleball. They say it's the most important shot in pickleball. So if you can get that third shot into the kitchen and it allows you to move up to the line, you have an opportunity to score points, and whoever can do that, whoever can hit that shot at the highest percentage of time has at my level, which is a 4.0 level, like a, you know, five, six handicap, 
has a great chance to win the game. It really, really boils down to that. Now, people analyze every single shot. They'll say, you know, I, 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 I got to get better at this. I got to get better at that. And most, but most people have a lot of things they need to get better at, just like golf. But if you can just do a few simple things better in pickleball and golf, same thing. So in golf, it's <laughs> eliminate penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. I say it all the time. Hopefully, everybody understands this. Hopefully, you keep track when you play golf of your penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. Wasted shots, penalty shots, wasted points in pickleball. You serve it out. It's an underhand serve. All you do is get it in the box, start the game. You get it, serve in, you return in. That's kind of like penalty shots in golf. you got to keep the ball in play. It's like in golf, I said, it's a very simple definition I have of a good shot. Any one you can find. A good tee shot, the definition of a good tee shot, remember this, a definition of a good tee shot is any one you can find. If you can locate it after you hit it, it's not that bad. You know, people say, Hank, I keep track of my statistics, how many fairways I hit, how many greens I hit. Well, that gives me an idea a little bit of kind of how good a golfer you might be or you have a chance to be. If you tell me, uh, you know, Hank, I hit nine greens around, I think, well, man, you should you should be a pretty good player. You should be a very low handicap. If you tell me I hit one green around, I think, well, you're, you're, you're not – obviously, you're not a low handicap golfer. But I have no idea what you shoot because what really matters is can you find your ball? Because if you hit one green around and you don't lose your ball and you don't three-putt and you don't two-chip, okay, you shoot 89, okay, 89 if you don't ever make a putt. You shoot 89 taking 36 putts if you don't three-putt, two-chip, or take a penalty shot. And that's not a terrible score. Average handicap for male golfers is about 16.8. They shoot about 90. But that's the average of the 10% that have handicaps. And that's all that has a handicap in golf is like 10%. There's so many people that play golf, play at golf, that don't have a handicap. So the real average handicap is way, way higher. Because, I mean, even though handicaps go up to 36, there, there's there's golfers that are way worse than that. I mean, they shoot 120, 130, whatever they shoot, they're way worse than a 36 handicap. So the average that golfers shoot isn't, it, it, for a male golfer, it's not 90. It is like well over 100, not even close. Because there's not enough scratch golfers to bring down the average of what these the, the beginning golfers shoot or golfers that just aren't very good shoot. And it boils down to penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. And what I try to do, like when, I, when, when I've analyzed pickleball, I'm like, all right, to get better at this, I've got to fix my big miss. My big miss, my biggest weakness. What is my biggest weakness? What's my biggest weakness? And what needs to be 
my biggest strength. I talked about that third shot drop shot. That needs to be, if I can get that, I can be, I can be a competitive player. If I can dink the ball when I'm at the kitchen and get the ball over the net and play smart, like the first thing I tried to learn in pickleball, I didn't know how to hit the ball. I didn't know how to do anything. I never played racket sports in my life. What did I try to do? I said, let me figure out where I'm supposed to be and what kind of shot I'm supposed to hit. And then if I can do that, at least I become more difficult to play against. So I, I, don't, I, I might not be any good, but let me play the right shot from the right position, and all of a sudden I become more difficult to play against, and I start to see, okay, this is my weakness. And you know, it doesn't take long to figure out your weakness because when you play pickleball, you're playing against a, you know another couple guys or a guy and a girl or two girls, whatever it is, and you're playing against them, and they are going to go after your weakness. That is just what's going to happen. They're going to hit for your weakness every single time. So if you have a weakness, they're going to see it, and they're going to go there, and then you fix your weakness. Same thing in golf. You know, you're not playing. Somebody's not throwing you a pitch or they're not hitting you a shot. But in golf, your weakness will just keep showing up and showing up and showing up. You can't get out of the bunkers. You can't, you know, pitch it on the green. You you, you slice your drive and it, and it goes out of bounds or in the water. Your weakness just keeps showing up and showing up, and and you got to fix it. In pickleball, you got to fix your weakness so that the other team can't attack it. So there's there's similarities there. I mean, this 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 is pretty much for every sport. It's the same thing. It doesn't it, it doesn't change. And and I tried to figure out when I was learning how to play pickleball. I said like, how can I how can I use what I know as a golf instructor to my advantage here? I have to have number one. I have to diagnose my game. What are my weaknesses, but not just what are my weaknesses. Start off with what weakness is costing you the most points. In golf, what weakness is costing you the most shots? That's why you want to get rid of penalty shots because it's not just one shot. It's you add on a penalty shot, or if you're out of bounds, you add on it's two penalty shots. You know, and you, you tee off and, and you hit it out of bounds. You got to hit again. Now you lie three, so it's adding on two penalty shots. That's not good. Okay, that that's a that's a big issue. You know, three putts bad, but it only costs you a shot. Out of bounds costs you two shots. So you figure out what is costing you the most shots and you work on fixing that weakness. You don't work on fixing everything you have wrong with your game. You're with your swing. You don't work on that. Because you're not going to have a perfect swing. You don't, you don't go in there thinking, I'm gonna, if I do this and this and this and this and this, I'll have a perfect swing, and then I'll, I'll hit great shots. No. You fix your slice. When I'm working on pickleball, I fix my bad shot. Now, it's going to require some technique, but it doesn't mean I'm still not doing other stuff wrong. I just need to fix this shot, though. Because if I can fix this shot, that takes away a big weakness. And now when that weakness is no longer a weakness, then I can go to work on something else. And then I can go to work on something else. People don't coach like this. They don't. I, I'm like, I, I play with somebody in pickleball and I like friends of mine. And I'm like, okay, we'll get done. They ask me, Hank, you know, what, what, 
what do I need to work on? Like, this is your biggest weakness. You have to fix this weakness first. And here's how you fix it. And then if they, you know, fix that, then we work on the next thing. Then we work on the next thing. Then we work on the next thing. And maybe you work on some of those things simultaneously, just like you do in golf. But that's the approach you take. You don't look at your golf swing. I, everybody does this. They say, I, people send me videos of their golf swing. And, you know, people that are listening right now, you can send me videos of your golf swing. Okay? Send me a video of your golf swing. And I will send you some comment back. I don't know how long it'll take. But send me a video of your golf swing, and I will send you a comment back. Okay, how about that? That's some comment you will get back. Okay? All right, you ready? Hank Haney, 55 at gmail.com. Let's see how many we get. Okay? If I get a million, it might take me a while. But I'm going to send you a comment back. Okay? I'll send you a comment back. Make a comment on your swing. But here's what you have to do. You have to tell me what your big miss is. Here's what you don't need to tell me. And people do this all the time. They send me a video of their swing and they tell me everything they're doing wrong. I'm not transferring my weight. I'm not opening my hips up. I'm not keeping my arms straight, whatever they come up with. First off, I thought that was my job. I'm the teacher. You don't need to tell me what you're doing wrong. I, I don't care what you think you're doing wrong. Just tell me what your ball flight is. That's it. You're not going to fix everything. And most likely, most likely, and this is, and, and this is overwhelming, most likely, your bad shots are not coming from what you think you're doing wrong. You think you're doing something wrong because it's something that you've seen. It's something that somebody's told you. It's something that's always bugged you. You just don't like it. You don't like the look. You don't like the, the, the way it, it feels, whatever it is. But is that the reason that you're hitting the bad shot that you hit? And the chances are the answer to that is no, it's not. You, you, you go working on everything you don't like that you do, and you're not going to get better fast. Matter of fact, if you get better, it's going to be slow. You've got to go right to the problem. And the problem is your big miss. What is your big miss? That's what you got to fix. It doesn't matter what sport you're playing. I do the same thing in pickleball I do in golf. And when I'm, when I'm practicing in pickleball, I go take a lesson. These guys start off here. Like, let's, let's do some of this. Okay. All right. We'll do some of this. And then they, you know, let's do some of this. And they go, okay, well, we'll do a little bit of this. We'll hit some dink shots. We'll hit some drop shots. We'll hit some block shots. We'll hit some drive shots. We hit all these shots. Return of serves. We hit all this stuff, okay? And we got a little something. I watch all what you do. I watch everything you do, and I'll give you a little, you know, and I'll, and I'll give you help on all this stuff. 
That's great. Okay? That's great. But the last time I played, I, ne- I couldn't get a ball in the kitchen. I couldn't hit a drop shot. And if you can't hit a drop shot, you can't play pickleball. So why are we screwing around working on all this other stuff? Why aren't we just spending our time fixing my big miss that caused me to lose the last three games I played? Why don't we do this? Why don't we play for five? A good player, it might take you five minutes. It might. It takes me. You know how many swings I need to see? One. One. That's it. It might take one swing. Pickleball? Okay. Maybe it might take five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. You see my game and you analyze my game as we play. What is costing him the most? And let's work on that. Fix the big mess. Work your way from there. One mistake at a time. And that's how you get better at everything you're playing. All right, that's my lesson for today. On the road, headed down 10, west of Palm Desert, California, on my way to the Indian Wells Tennis Center, which is host of the Margarita Pickleball Nationals, and I am playing tomorrow morning with my partner, Terry, and we will see how we do. I'll give you a report. All the best. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.